you're excited to be in the house of the Lord, can you just clap your hands? If you're excited to be a child of God, can you celebrate the King? Lift up your hands, O ye people. Adore Him, the captain of our salvation. Our God, our helper, the lifter of our head. The one that stands by us. The one that never sleeps, nor slumbers when it comes to our matter. The God of happy outcomes. The God of providential outcomes. We worship your majesty. Sing a new song unto the Lord. Extol the goodness of the Lord. We are them that feed on the faithfulness of God. Be thou exalted, O God. Go ahead, sing a new song unto the Lord. This is the house of the Lord. This is where the praises of the Lord ring high. This is where the fragrance of worship is exalted. We're just enjoying the presence of the Lord. We're just enjoying the presence of the Lord. We're just enjoying the presence of the Lord. His mercies, His tender mercies, His loving kindness. Father, we bless your holy name this evening. My heart rejoices with a song that my lips cannot utter. Father, we thank you because you behold us only with the eyes of love. Father, we thank you because you are the author of our destiny. Because you are the one that said 2022 settled. 2023 happy outcomes of settlement that came before now. Father, we thank you because time is, on, is being rolled back to reveal what God settled in 2022. That throughout 2023, it's going to be providential outcomes, happy outcomes, glorious outcomes, fruitful outcomes, prosperous outcomes to the glory of your name. Thank you, our Father. We give you the praise. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you have done in 2022. And thank you for what you are doing in 2023. If you are believing God for a happy outcome, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship your majesty in Jesus' mighty name. Say amen and amen. Glory to God. I want to thank Grace Corral. Thank you for leading us in worship. Grace Corral on the instrument. God bless you. Amen. You may be seated. Help me look at somebody say, God has settled me. Now I'm enjoying the outcomes. Look at somebody else that looks confused. Say, God has settled me. If I help me look at the person, say, God has settled you. Don't miss your happy outcome. Oh. It is one before the other. It is one before the other. That one has happened. The other is already happening. Somebody who is excited, shout hallelujah. Something good is already happening. Something better is in store. Whilst we are praising the Lord. 
Amen. How many of you know that song? Something good is already happening. Something better is in store. Together again. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Just praising the Lord. Amen. It's my joy to welcome you to the house of the Lord. I want you to put a smile on your face. You're blessed to be named after the Father in heaven. And guess what? God is going to accelerate that happy outcome for somebody under the sound of my voice. God's going to accelerate it. Going to fast track it in Jesus' name. That person is me. I said that person is me. Right, so welcome to our midweek service. This is Grace Assembly where lives are transformed by the ministry of the Word of God. I want to thank God for those who are not able to join us physically but somehow found your way to join us online. We say welcome and the God who settled you in 2022 is going to give you happy outcomes of that settlement in 2023. Help me appreciate those uh, joining us, our uh, church family online from wherever you're joining us today. Amen. I said amen. How many of you were in church on Sunday? You know, I knew what was going to happen on Sunday because on Monday when we had the last um, congregational prayer meeting, I was so charged. But as I came down, Pastor Yomi said something to me. He said, Pastor, God just spoke to me. He said, what God settled in 2022, the outcome will be in 2023. I, I was the first person to hear it and I received it. What about you? What God settled in 2022. 2023 has no choice but release the glorious outcome. Say a convincing amen. He stood there and I said, oh God, that's your revelation, but me, I have already received it. If I were you, you're going to release this word on Sunday. And come on now, did he release that word or not? What are your hands doing? He released that word and we were blessed. Now, what did he title that message? Settled for providential outcomes. Help me look at somebody and touch yourself. Say, look at me. I'm settled for providential outcome. Help me pray for that person. I pray that you are settled for presidential, for providential outcomes. So it is in Jesus' name. Me, I've been enjoying some outcomes. Some of you have been seeing some. I've been telling you, it is not going to stop. It's going to be all year round for you, for me, and for all of us in Jesus' name. So this evening, I want to prosecute this revelation a little further and then we're going to interact on it and then we're going to pray. Is that a good thing or what? You know, just because you heard something once does not mean you get it. The Bible says in Psalm 1, the man meditates on the word of God day and night. It talks about more than a day. And sometimes you rush from revelation to revelation and we didn't really download enough of any of the revelation. But today, whatever we, have, we didn't download on Sunday, we're going to download it today. And it will provoke very happy outcomes for each and every one of us in Jesus' name. I want, to, I want us to discuss a subject that I entitled, Whenever God Settles Someone, 
a happy outcome is inevitable. Whenever God settles somebody like me, I say like me. Point to me, say like pastor. You're not being obedient. <laughs> Whenever God settles somebody like you and me, a happy outcome is inevitable. Can somebody break down the word inevitable for me? What does it mean? Inevitable. When God settles someone, a happy outcome or happy outcomes is or are inevitable. Can somebody, let's start from there. Inevitable, what does it mean? Setting is banker sure. Not sure, is banker sure. Hello, anybody else? May your happy outcome be banker sure. May it be certainly certain. Whenever God settles someone, touch yourself. Nobody may know it yet. Some people may be arguing. But because a happy outcome is inevitable, if anybody that didn't get it is going to get it, and he will never forget it. Hey, anybody that looking at me, I see I'm an ordinary person. Ah, you're not seeing well. <laughs> what God settled, if you didn't get it, you're going to get it and you will never forget it. That's a new one there. Praise God. So that's what we want to talk about. Whenever did God come to Grace Assembly and give us a word in 2022 or what? I said, did God show up and give us a word in 2022? Or maybe he didn't give you. Who did God give a word to in 2022? He says, I am going to settle you. And whenever God settles, but in some cases, time reveals it. It's not always instantaneous manifestation. We'll learn from Pastor Yomi, but we're going to go a little further. Listen to Isaiah 46 verses 9 to 10, the Amplified Classic. And this is God introducing himself. It says, earnestly remember the former things which I did of old. For I am God and there's no one else. I am God and there's none like me. Will somebody say amen? amen. Declaring the end and the result from the beginning. Declaring the end or the outcome and the result from the beginning. From the ancient time, the things are not yet done. Say, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure and purpose. The Good News Translation says, Remember what happened long ago. Acknowledge that I alone am God. And there's no one else like me. From the beginning, I predicted the outcome. Long ago, I foretold what will happen. I said my plans will never fail. Can I hear amen? amen. The plan to settle us will never fail. That I will do everything I intended to do. God is introducing himself. That way to let you know that what I predicted. There will be an outcome. And whatever I plan to do about settling you. It will not fail. He said I will do everything I intended to do. 2023 you got to reveal it in Jesus name. Uh, multimedia, I want you to stay with me. I think you have my information. 
I want you to catch up with me quickly, please. Now, I want to go to a certain scripture. And that scripture helps us to rationalize the poor understanding we had of God that every time God wants to do something, he shows up and the thing springs up. There are times it happens like that and there are some very serious events in the Bible when he said something in the past tense and it manifested after. And it was not an accident, it was just according to the timing of God. How many of you remember that God, the Bible says God makes everything beautiful in its time? Hello? In what? It's time. The time for our happy outcome is 2023. God is going to make it really beautiful for us in Jesus' name. Now, in Isaiah 9 and verse 6, I'm going to read from the New King James Version. Read with me. For unto us, come on now, for unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now my concern is the first line. For unto us a child is going to be born. What does that scripture say? Isaiah 9 verse 6. Unto us a child is going to be born. What did it say? A child is born. What does that mean? They don't born up. Hello? If I say a car is given to you, is it that you're going to get a car or it sounds like you're already ahead? It says unto us a son is born. And unto us a child is given and describes him. But the new century version, that helps me even a little further. It says a child has been born to us. God has given a son to us. He will be responsible for leading the people. His name will be wonderful counselor, powerful God, father who lives forever, prince of peace. Now, this is clear, isn't it? The new century version. Is it clear? What does it say? A child has been born to us. God has given us a son. That's what is written in the Old Testament. Now, did Jesus arrive at that time? So, did God not know what he was saying? Come on now, don't just... Come on, stay with me. Did God not know what he was saying? It, was God confused? He declared by his prophet, it says, a child has been born to us. Very confidently, God has given a son to us. And this is who is going to be. But there was no child born. Until Matthew... I don't know how many years that will be. The Bible scholars say between Malachi and um, Matthew, it was 400 years. So now imagine the time of Isaiah to Matthew. So God said this, but come with me to Galatians 4 and verse 4. Galatians 4 and verse 4. 
Bible says, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. He was born in a manger in a town called Bethlehem. What Isaiah declared, he said, it is settled. God has given you a leader. He's going to go. Prince of peace. A son is given. A child is born unto us. He declared it in the affirmative as it was already done. And truly it was done. But the manifestation or the outcome, the glorious outcome of that thing God had done happened in Bethlehem. Bible says, but when the fullness of time had come. Can I pray one prayer? What God settled. Both the things we know and the those we don't know. What is settled by his word, by his will, by his power in 2022 without fail will manifest by glorious outcomes in 2023 in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We declare 2023 the fullness of time of the powerful outcome of that which was settled. So shall it be in Jesus name. I would say, but when the fullness of time had come. So in some cases, God says something and it manifests on the spot. But some cases, God declares something because God doesn't need to catch up with anything. God was, is, and will always be. So when God says something, it's already done. Time now reveals it. The only value of time to Jehovah is it reveals to us what he has done. As far as God is concerned, rapture has happened. It's only when it, time reveals it that we catch up with God. God never plays catch up with anything. So this is one of the times by the, by the, by the power of the Holy Spirit we're understanding the, 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 the catalog of events. There's a divine settlement and God is watching to see whether you're going to hold on to it and then there's going to be powerful outcomes that will surprise everybody because some people felt that if the year had gone maybe God didn't say it no 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 no. God says uh, I have given you a son as a child has been given to you and God has given you a son but when the fullness of time had come God sent that son and he was born of a woman born under the law and there were wise men to say the time has come I decree, I declare by my office concerning Grace Assembly, 2023 is fullness of time. For the manifestation of the things God has done, of those things we know and of those things we're not even conscious of, all be done to the glory of God. Blessed be our King in Jesus' mighty name. Now, that helps me because for me, some settlement happened in 2022. Particularly towards the end, I just saw a catalog of beautiful things that I could, ne- I could not even imagine they're going to happen. It's as if to prepare me to say, that was the beginning, it is going to get better. Amen. I said it's going to get better. Amen. So shall it be in Jesus' name. So I looked at the Bible and I said, what is this? And I found in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 1, the living Bible, that it says that there is a right time for everything. 
He didn't say there's a time. There's a right time for everything. If, honestly, some heavy financial happy outcomes supposed to happen for you, if you are keeping the company of chop chop friends that will have just chopped the money and stolen the rest from you, God will wait until they're not around. Hello. Uh huh. So that when you get it, it is your real friends that can enjoy it with you. Glory to God. Maybe there are some things you didn't know last year. That if you got blessed with the um, happy outcome of your settlement, maybe you will have bungled it. This is why nobody should miss church. I know that God is preparing somebody and God in fact has prepared somebody for a powerful outcome. If you are that person, just say amen. There's a right time for everything and this is God's attitude. God will not do something that the time is not right. So a good prayer is Lord prepare me for what you are preparing for me or what you have prepared for me. So that you know the timing is great. The prepared man for the prepared blessing. The jam in 2023. So shall it be in Jesus name. Now I, I wonder whether some of us will attest to the fact that hmm, I think I'm more ready for this happy outcome because of some things. Maybe things I experienced, things I've learned, things I now know. But as you go along, if you have a contribution, just lift up your hand because it is interactive. You're going to share that with us. But let me take you back to the example that Pastor Omi gave us on Sunday, I've used the ultimate example that even concerning the Son of God, the, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he spoke it in the affirmative, in a definitive term of something done and something settled in the days of Isaiah, but in the, it was in the days of Matthew that it was now manifested as a heaven-sent event that nobody could stop. And so shall it be concerning us in Jesus' name. You know what I want to say? Thank God 2023 is not far from 2022. Will somebody rejoice or not? If you got settled in 2022 and it's going to take 10 years to be an outcome in no good. So help me bless God for saying 2023 is next door to 2022. None of us will wait until our faith is broken in Jesus' name. I said none of us will wait for too long in Jesus' name. So Pastor May spoke to us, I'm talking about Jesus, which is the ultimate example that it relates to even Jesus himself. Any other example is less than that. But he spoke about the days of Joshua. In Joshua 6 and verse 2, the message Bible says this way, God spoke to Joshua. It says, look sharp now. I have Already giving Jericho to you. Along with its king and its crack troops. Tell somebody look sharp now. He said don't dull anymore. Don't cry baby anymore. Don't be upset anymore. Don't be counting your losses anymore. Help me look at somebody say look sharp baby. Look sharp Bobo. Just look sharp. <laughs> I didn't know that the Bible has words like this. Go and check your Bible. It says, look sharp. 
This year, when I meet you in the aisle or in the way to the toilet, or you are, I meet you on the street, no darling, look sharp. <laughs> hey, as it looks sharp, something good is accelerating to you as a happy outcome in Jesus' name. God spoke to Joshua saying, Look sharp now, I have already given Jericho to you. Already. It's not just giving. If I say, God says he has given you a financial breakthrough, you'll be big time millionaire. That's good. But if I say, God says, God said he has already given to you. Do you know the kind of celebration you're going to break into? Because it's a double affirmation that it is settled and it is going to be a glorious outcome. I have already given Jericho to you along with his king and his crap troops. So why are you still looking dull? Help me tell somebody, look sharp now. Now when he said that, verse 1 of that scripture says, Now Jericho's wall and gates were tightened. Nothing moved out, nothing moved in. God doesn't say, I'm already giving you something when it's being presented to you. Because with God, it is already settled. With you, it is going to become a happy outcome. I actually realize that being settled is on a God level. It's the outcome we can relate to. Hello. God says, I, unto you a son is given. And so on. And I'm saying, I need salvation. God says, I've done it. It's settled. I'm scratching my head. But when I see Jesus open the blind eyes, raise Lazarus, what happens? I can relate to it. So settlement to me, I begin to realize, is more a spiritual definitive event, which is more uh, on God's level. The level of man, which is terrestrial, is the outcome. What is the benefit of what is settled in the spiritual if I don't see the outcome? Somebody, you're not going to look far. You're going to, you're going to see it. You're going to touch it. You're going to hold it. You're going to enjoy that happy outcome in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to this. Joshua 6, 1-2. The Living Bible says, The gates of Jericho were kept tightly shut. Because the people were afraid of the Israelis. No one was allowed to go in or out. That's how serious it was. But the Lord, in spite of that, said to Joshua, Jericho and its king and all its mighty warriors are already defeated. For I have given them to you. That mountain that you thought is threatening you is already defeated. That battle, they have already lost that battle. You have already won that battle. That's how God speaks. Because God knows the end from the beginning. As far as God is concerned, you are waiting for an outcome, but I have already experienced it. It is settled. So when you tell some people some matters are settled and they look at you and they want to hear you say settled, Prove it. You should just laugh at them. Faith is based on what you know. 
Not just what you believe. This one is not that I just believe. I know that with God, it's already done. We are going to see the outcome very soon. Never let anybody puncture your looking sharp. He told Joshua, look sharp now. I have already given you Jericho. You know, we disappoint God. When God speaks. And you still let people puncture your looking sharp. You know, some people have a ministry. They remind you of your problems. Hello. Why are you all quiet? You know, some people, they never agree with your faith. But the moment you speak doubt, they will join you. And even when you want to speak faith, they will remind you about how it's difficult for it to be an outcome. But the thing about God is, God is shocked, if I'm allowed to use that word, by people who believe him. But those Bible says, those who know their God, they shall be strong. Why do I need to be strong? In the middle of circumstances that other people are weak, they shall be strong in such circumstances and they will end up doing exploits. If a glorious outcome is not an exploit, I want to know what an exploit is. An exploit is against the normal trend. How it ought not to be. By the normal sequences of things and the history and data and so on, it should not be. And here you come along, child of God, looking sharp now. Because God has already given you the victory. And whether they agree with you or not, square your shoulder, baby. Put on your sunglasses and just pause and say, I'm waiting for a happy outcome. And it shall come to pass. To the glory of God in Jesus' name. And the Lord said to Joshua, But the Lord, the word but means in spite of the nonsense, the valiant men, the kings, and all the technology of the day stood against these people that were totally defenseless. They didn't even have weapons of warfare. God says, I've given to you. He says they're already defeated. Let me ask you if you came against a nation, as powerful as Russia, with all their nukes and all their kidney corn and so on, and you went there, and maybe all you have is your walking stick, and God comes along and says they're already defeated, you'll first scratch your head. But who has spoken and can bring it to pass when Jehovah has not spoken? I want us to find out like Pastor Me said, what we need to do so that what was settled becomes an outcome. And the things we will do that will frustrate the settlement manifesting as an outcome. So if I were you, I will going to listen up. God said to him, look sharp. How can you look sharp? Faced with such insurmountable problems. How many people here can look sharp in the face of such an opposition? That's what this Bible study is all about. That's why we can't just hear it and just run away. Look at, look at um, Hannah. Hannah had tried getting pregnant for so long and has the, the other wife, the older wife, had messed up. Bible says she scorned her to tears, ridiculed her to the point she just wails. And one time she told her husband, "Give me a child." 
say, what is your problem? I beg. And I'm not the one that gives children. And then she went to the house of the Lord. Like we all do. And she had an experience with a servant of God. He said, dry your tears. God grant you according to your desire. He didn't even ask her what it was. And the Lord says, what the man had been trying. <laughs> he didn't even finish. The woman was pregnant. Excuse me. If you're Hannah, will you go home looking sharp? When your detractor is waiting for you. Oh, to the Lord church. You don't go to church. You come meet me here. See in Bible. Now, so so Bible, money you not get, husband you not get, child you not get. Now, so so Bible they carry. Can you look sharp in the face of that kind of talk? You better practice it because that's what provokes God and accelerates the happy outcome of a very painful experience. So shall it be for someone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to ask the question then what do we need to know that will galvanize us and sustain us in our attitude that is the kind of attitude God said to Joshua, don't look at the problem. Don't look at the impossibility. Look sharp. I've already given this place to you. What do we need to play in our mind? What video, what audio that will cause us to remain looking sharp no matter what? I can assure you Sometimes when you hear me preach in church, you feel, yeah, I got this thing. But once you get to the road, hello. Come on now, I say, once you get to the road, once you leave the gate of the church, then we say, that was church. This is real life. Your landlord is waiting for you. Come on now, I say, how many of us feel like that sometimes? Then you begin to adjust your sharpness. You add a little, you reduce the sharpness. You say, it, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Maybe Satan will leave me alone if I reduce it a little bit. Why are you all quiet? Am I touching some raw nerves? Look at it now. It says, um, the message Bible, bring it up again. Bring up the message Bible, Joshua 6 verse 2. And God spoke to Joshua saying, look sharp now. I have already given Jericho to you along with his king and its crack troop. Now, if God says that, do you think God will be watching you or not? Come on now. You make me feel I'm all alone. If God says, look sharp in the face of the opposition and the ridicule that you're facing, do you think God will be watching you or not? Do you think God will be watching you or not? Why would God tell you to do the opposite of what you feel like doing if he's not going to watch you? If he watches you and you're looking sharp, what is God going to do? He's going to perform. If he watches you and you're not looking sharp, what is God going to do? Let's even leave God. God if God could be partial to us, he'll be partial. But what do you think Satan is going to do? He's called the accuser of the brethren. The moment God says look sharp and you're not looking sharp, do you know what Satan will do? He will go and knock on the door of God. God, if you're not looking, come and see. The accuser of the brethren is God is trying to carry him face, not to see. He will tell him, look. The man that you spoke to is not looking sharp. So on what basis are you going to give him a happy outcome? 
May the enemy not finish us in Jesus' name. May we have enough sense to refuse to be finished by the enemy in Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to read the second verse of that. Um, And so, bring the verse 2 and 3 together. It says, God said to Joshua, look sharp now. I have already given Jericho to you along with his king and his crack troop. Verse 3, read with me. Here's what you are to do. Which means my giving to you is not the end of it all. There is a connection and interaction between you and I to cause what was a settlement to manifest as a happy, glorious, unstoppable outcome. It says here's what you are to do. Let me ask you, child of God, wouldn't, shouldn't you want to know at this juncture that we're at what you ought to do? Is it possible there's something you need to be doing? Do you not need to know? Or do you not want to know? You're not serious. I'm not hearing you. <laughs> That's why we're here. God spoke in the past tense I have given to you. Then the next thing he says is, here's what you are to do. Now, meaning if you do it, you get it. If you don't do it, you forfeit it. Even though I have given it to you, for instance, if I sent a gift to you, does it mean you will get it? No. It can be hijacked. It can be diverted and it can be recalled until you get it. It is only in transit. What is in transit will become our own very soon in Jesus' name. It says, here's what you are to do. March around the city. All your soldiers, circle the city once. Repeat this for six days. And it goes on to say, on the seventh day, you do it seven times. And so what God said is settled, that is the already given of Jericho, became what? A happy outcome. May that which we suspect that God has settled, may it not stay in the area of our suspicion in, the, in one place in our heart, may it become our living reality to the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know how I put it, and I want multimedia to bring that up. Here's what you are to do that is in that scripture. The way I interpret it is that here is what you are to do so that you can now experience the providential outcome and the victorious manifestation of the truth that your Jericho problem is settled. That's what it means. That simple text, here is what you are to do. In the full interpretation, what it means is here is what you are to do if you are to now experience the providential outcome and the victorious manifestation of the truth that your Jericho problem is settled. Joshua, no matter how closely you worked with Moses, Joshua, no matter how much faith you have, this time you've got to get this right. Here is what to do. If that which was settled was going to become a victorious manifestation. I didn't say of the fact 
that your Jericho problem is settled. It is of the truth. You see, truth is what is known. Fact is what is on ground. So what the truth of last year is were settled, the fact we must see this year. The fact that you have broken through must be demonstrated this year. The truth was settled last year. The fact will become our reality in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what is it we ought to know? There are some general ones. There are some specific ones. Anybody. If God has settled something. And we find out from the man of God that settlement must manifest in an outcome. But there is a bridge in between. And you see, some of the unbalanced things we have learned in the past is when God says, I'm just relax and it shall come to pass. No. God saw to Joshua. Joshua was one of the two men who left Egypt and entered the promised land. A man whose history stands him in such good stead before the Lord, God still had to tell him. Here is what you got to do. Meaning everything you've done is good. But if you don't miss this one. One place I want to start from is no matter how well you serve God in 2022. Please don't join anybody to be slack in 2023. You have, what you did is good. But it is not enough reason to say, ah, let me now relax. Joshua, you have done well. But there's still this thing you've got to do. Hello, somebody. I'm talking about the general ones. Are, are, are you with me? Do you agree? What are the other things that we must hold circumstances when we want to see settlement play out in happy, glorious, unimaginably sweet outcomes? The first one is you must remain instant in and out of saving, serving God, worshiping God, giving in every way you can. What else? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Is it on? Hello? I believe we should um, pay more attention to God. Isolate ourselves from the noise. There's so much noise hey! in society. You said isolate ourselves from, from the, the noise. noise. Yes, sir. Noise is so much. It didn't say sound. Yeah. Because sometimes noise disguises itself as sound. Yes, sound is... A kind of noise that you imagine is pleasant. But watch this. Particularly in the social media, there's a lot of noise that is masquerading as sound. So that we don't get, uh, it doesn't swallow the voice of God in the midst of it all. What are your hands doing? You know, that's why we started the year fasting. You know what fasting does? It Actually arrest your flesh to the point that God can have access to you. Some of us are flesh too strong. Kai, your flesh is like American wrestler, very strong. Your body is small, but your flesh, eh? Hello. That's why we're fasting. The seven days congressional prayer, that's why we gave ourselves to it. You know what? I realized I've lost a little weight. And I said to myself, okay, you shouldn't lose weight at your age. Because they say as you cross 60, if you lose weight, you are not able to put it 
John again, I say, okay, if I carry weight, I not, I not get happy outcome. What does it matter? It's better I have happy outcome that will make me my cheek fat after. You see, some people are not fasting. They're not clapping. They're the ones not clapping. They think I'm attacking them. <laughs> see, let me tell you, in a new year, if you have to lose weight, lose weight. Oh, the real time to gain weight is coming. Oh. Some people get weight now. <laughs> eh, then you lose the weight after. Oh, when Wahala, water pass Gario. <laughs> hello now. I said hello now. Aha. Uh-huh. So, we started the year trying to calm our flesh down. It's our flesh that connects with noise. Our spirit connects with the sound from heaven. The man of God says, I heard a sound from heaven. Not noise. Noise comes from around us. Help me clap for him another time. Please, let me ask, where is noise likely to come from? Where are the places that noise is likely to come from? Hmm? Serena, you said something. What did you say? <laughs> My little girl. It's coming from where? Internet. Did someone say internet? Why are you accusing the internet? Internet day, oh, no be you, Kwaka Gold meets internet. Sorry? Okay, when you buy a new iPhone, you have to upgrade your WhatsApp. <laughs> and WhatsApp will begin to call you. Hello? May noise not have our ears in Jesus' name. Hmm. What other places are we likely to hear noise from? What about rumors? Hello? What about gossip? Yeah? Politics. Uh, you see, politics is good. But you know what? There's a lot of fluff in the politics. Just look for where God is and stay there. The rest, the Bible says men will roll the dice, but the outcome belongs to God. Let them be rolling the dice now. They go roll tire until the die itself wears out. But the outcome is waiting, is with God. Praise God. So, where noise is, is that when a conversation has gone on too long, it becomes noise. That's a good place to clap. Any conversation that has gone on for too long is now noise. Don't drag any matter. The enemy will use it to distract you from what God is trying to say. Where else can noise come from? What about noise that you create yourself? You know, there's some people, they don't have a positive effect on your spirituality. I don't say they're bad. They just don't have a positive effect. Why do you go and look for them in January? Now you waka, go meet noise. Noise day in your house. Now you go waka with noise. You know, this time around, call only people that will tune in your ears to the frequency of the Lord. The people that will say, did you hear what Pastor Me preached? You know, I'm concerned that our conversation about the word of God doesn't last. 
I was telling somebody, I think it was Salome in my office. She came to see me. I said, as the pastor of this church, I wonder after the service, where does the conversation continue? The Bible says the Psalm 1 man, he meditates on the word he had day and night. He becomes like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Whatever he lays his hand upon to do, prosper. His leaves never wither. We have WhatsApp group. How come the conversation doesn't continue? You know what people do? They shut down church. Pam! And open their world. And they stay there until I force them to come to church. If I don't force them, they won't even say, why is church not happening? In fact, it will be, thank God, we don't have to go to church. Jehovah. May that not be any one of us in Jesus' name. The conversation you have will help you tune in to hear the finer points of the general word everybody heard. Have you not, Pastor Collins, in the course of hearing a very prophetic word, have you not engaged with some people as you discuss the word? It's as if God now fine-tunes your own. That you now get the one that is especially configured for you. Have you not been in a conversation where you say, Hallelujah. And you say, I'll see you guys later. You just exit. You go and do what you need to do and they will come to rejoice with your happy outcome. If you stay in that conversation after that, it becomes noise. Once you hear the voice of God, shut down everything else and go and activate it. We will not miss it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we heard the first one that we should shut out the noise. Because the Lord said to him, here is what you are to do. If your being settled is going to become a providential, glorious outcome, and if it's going to manifest as a total victory, even though the odds were stacked against you, and the problem you call Jericho is going to be proven to be settled. Child of God, something you think is a problem, you will not even see it anymore, you will not even hear it anymore, because of the outcome will surprise your enemies. Who am I prophesying to? You can tell that I've switched to the prophetic. You are go- your enemies are going to be in for a surprise. An outcome we're talking about is not the outcome in the sequence of men. It's, it providential means it is designed by God. It is, it is executed by God. It is enforced by God. And it's going to be according to the opposite of the expectation of normal people who don't know God. So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're going to shut down the noise. Help me tell your neighbor, shut down the noise. Don't stay in that conversation too long. Once you hear God, shut down. Shut down. Go and do what God said. Hallelujah. So what again can we do or we need to do to be able to have our being settled translate into that glorious outcome? Apart from stay away from the noise. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Some of you, see, Ambassador, hold on. You know, some people, they're not very kind. What was the prayer today? What is required of a man is kindness. You know what kindness is? You do me well. When you know something, you don't share it. You don't do me well. The prayer today that you prayed, you didn't pray it from your heart. If you know something that I don't know and you don't share it here, 
cancel that prayer. You didn't pray that prayer. Let's hear Ambassador. Praise God. The instruction given, we have to adhere strictly to it. The instruction, so, yeah. So that we can have a glorious outcome. You know, when the instruction was given to the Israelites, they said six days, that on the seventh day, they should mm-hmm. gather together. Mm-hmm. Then, according to what we are taught now, we have been hearing the word. We have to go through that word, meditate on it, and don't allow any distraction so that the instruction given to us can be carried out and we have a glorious outcome. Can you clap for him, please? How many of you know that I have released one general word, very powerful one, whilst we're in this hall today, about what we need to do? You see, you missed it. Those who said they missed it, they were just excited. You don't know what the instruction, what you ought to do. It says, look sharp now. The word look sharp. Bring that scripture up. Joshua 6 verse 2. It says, and God spoke to Joshua, look sharp now. Who is Joshua today? You and I. I have already given Jericho to you. What is it you're pursuing? God says, I will give it to you if you decide to compose yourself. The word sharp is compose yourself like you already won the battle. You missed the first instruction. So from today, no matter what anybody says, no matter what you're going through, come on now, look sharp. Can I tell you something? No policeman can arrest you for looking sharp. There is no law. <laughs> you not get food for house, you look sharp. They can only say, Odiranu, uh, you not get food though, and he's looking sharp. Uh-huh. They're not they take money by him. You see this, your jacket you're wearing, that's looking sharp. Can I tell you ladies, look sharp, ladies. Don't go out of the house wearing what you're going through. Come on, in any way you can, girl, look sharp. Guys, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? Don't, don't let your shoulder hang out. Bible says, let the shoulders that are down, let them be lifted up. Eh? Square your shoulder. Walk smartly. Shake people in their hand. Family, look into their eye. Say, you may look like you're ahead of me, but there's a law of catching up and overtaking. Without saying a word... You're, you're telling God, I'm ready for this thing. David said, can I pursue them? That was a wrong prayer. <laughs> God didn't answer that one. He said, will I catch up? Will I overtake? Will I over? That's when God answered. Pursue. You know what pursue means? You will just be following them. You know when you're pursuing somebody, the dust from their car will finish your nose. Finish. You will look like a ghost. There'll be dust all over you. Nobody, even your wife will not recognize you. I'm not pursuing anybody. The only thing I'm doing with anybody is overtake. Oh, you missed that one again. I'm not pursuing anybody. Pursue care. No, 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 no. Pursue is for losers. When you see me, we get worried. <laughs> I'm overtaking. Glory to God. You know when you overtake, the last becomes the first. 
That is an instruction. This year, don't say I'm pursuing anybody. I'm overtaking. I'm recovering all. I'm going to be the head and not the tail. Glory be to God. So that's another instruction. Look sharp. Uh-huh. Another instruction is don't think you're pursuing anybody. Let's hear. Good evening, sir. Good, Good evening. evening. Um, having the right attitude and also speaking right. Speaking right. Attitude is a looking sharp, but speaking right. How many of you know you need to clap for her? Speaking right. Have you never had conversations that people heard you into a corner? The word heard is H-E-R-D, like cattle. They heard you into a corner to pin you. To say, okay, so how are you going to do it? The time is over. They keep saying things to make you say something. And until you say that thing, you don't lose. But the moment you say it, because life and death are in the power of the tongue. Bible says those are wise will eat the fruit of the happy outcomes from how they speak. Can I tell you something? There's a law in the land. It's called freedom of speech. And there's a fourth amendment. Silence. No comment. <laughs> Nobody, don't let anybody push you the point to say something negative about your situation that will debar your being settled from manifesting as a glorious outcome. The most you can do is say, I have no comment. Do you know that in many things, even if you think it, as long as you don't say it, the enemy, enemy cannot do anything about frustrating what God wants to do in your life. Are you aware of that? So, a round of applause for Erade again. It says, what you say with your mouth. Let what you say correlate with what you know and how you are sharp. Sometimes you have to be inventive. When they say, how are you going to do it? And they're trying to embarrass you in front of everybody. You say, how am I going to do it? I'm going to do my part and God is going to finish it. Do you know there's nobody that can accuse you of some great sin? If you say something to me, say, you're behind, you're this, you're that. They say, so, what nonsense are you saying? How are you going to do it? It does, you don't, you say, well, I'm doing my part and God is going to finish it. Most people will be silent for a second because they didn't expect you to say that. One of the ways you admit that you're pursuing people is when they say, how are you going to do it? You say, I don't know. Don't say that. I am doing my part. And God will finish it for me. When you admit some things to your mouth, you are taking a position behind them. Life and death, the power of the tongue. So, we're learning some things. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Um, we shouldn't allow fear to stop us from doing that goal we set to achieve. We shouldn't let the fear, fear stop us from pursuing the outcome that we want. Yes, Can you clap for him, please? 
I like it. Okay, Minister Okwe, thank you. The, the theme for today's discussion is up again. Whenever God settles someone, a happy outcome is inevitable. God says, what I purpose must come to pass. I have given this thing to you. I will stand by my word. There will be a performance of those things that were spoken to you. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, blessed is he who believes. Because there will be a performance of those things spoken to you. But you need to stand firm. And Mary discarded all her excuses. Ah, I have never known a man. Ah, I'm a virgin. And she says, then she changed what she said with her mouth. When you come to a service like this, you should change what you say. She says, let it be unto me according to your word. It means I don't know how it's going to happen, but let it be unto me according to your word. By the working of God, what God settled is going to become a glorious outcome. Can somebody say amen? I'm going to share one scripture with you. My time is racing away. Psalm 37. I'm going to read verses 34 and 37 from the Living Bible. It's up on the screen. Now, when God settles you and the glorious outcome becomes inevitable, this is one of the things you must do. Don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Keep traveling steadily, steadily, steadily along his pathway and in due season in the fullness of time he brought forth Jesus he will honor you with what every blessing and you will see the wicked destroyed but for the good man what a different story that's you for the good man the blameless the upright the man of peace he has a wonderful future ahead of him for him there is a happy ending, a glorious outcome. Can you say a resounding amen? Don't be impatient. Keep traveling. That's what I said. This is not a time for you to drop your level of service to God, your level of giving, your level of praising God. No, keep, keep traveling steadily along his pathway. And in the fullness of time that is called due season, he will honor you with every blessing. It says, because you have a wonderful future, future ahead of you for you, not for everybody, for us, there is a happy ending, a glorious outcome. So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to leave you with a scripture concerning Job. When the whole thing started, it was settled in the heart of God. That he was looking for an excuse to double Job's blessings. That was, it was settled in the mind of God. Do you know that God does not do evil to his own? That's what the Bible says. It says God does not do evil to his children. So when he allowed Satan to do some things, it was based on something that was settled in the mind of God. He was looking for an excuse because people were already complaining about Job. Bible says in the eastern part of the world, there was nobody prosperous like Job. Everybody knew about him. His children were doing so well. People were already complaining, God has blessed him too much. Satan said, will Job not worship you? Is it not because you have spoiled him? You make everything he does happen? Not only him, it was an accusation. But in the midst of that, God was looking for an excuse. 
to double his blessings. Now, if God loved Job so much, wanted to double his blessings, imagine you that you're struggling. If God loved his children so much that the one that is doing well, he's looking for an excuse to double it. Imagine how he feels about the one that is struggling. How he wants to change your situation so much. Give him an excuse. That was all God was looking for. And look at what the Lexham English Bible says about Job. Job uh, James, in James 5 verse 11, it says, Behold, we consider blessed those who have endured. You have heard about the patient endurance of Job, and you saw the outcome from the Lord, that the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Are you here in church today? Looking at your situation, how that it has, it has stayed a long time. Nothing has really changed. You've been on the same level year in, year out. You struggle, you try not to complain. And it looks like, is it going to be like this all the time? The word of the Lord says, no, because the Lord is compassionate and merciful. It says you have seen the endurance and then you have also seen the outcome from the Lord. I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to raise your voice in prayer and say, Lord, I judge you faithful as a compassionate and a merciful father who will not allow me to remain where I'm at. Who will not allow your settling me to be frustrated for, by any means from becoming a joyous outcome, a happy outcome, a prosperous outcome, a providential outcome, a glorious outcome. That's who you are, compassionate. You feel for me. You've heard how people have spoken about me, gossip about me. How people have refused to help me. How even people have shut doors in my face. As a compassionate Lord and a very merciful one, you will not even allow my shortcomings to stand in my way. The Bible says we saw what Job went through and we saw the outcome from the Lord. I want you to pray this evening say, my outcome will not be from my hand. My outcome will not be left to the hands of people who are contending with my destiny, who will not even help me. My outcome is going to be from the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Say the right thing. Say, Lord, I've heard the things I ought to do. So now help me to remain in a place where I don't subvert my settlement with the wrong words. So that I don't begin to join people who become weary in their service to God. I will remain steadfast serving the Lord. I will not allow the noise of this world to drown out the voice of the Holy Spirit. The instruction in righteousness that will cause me from being a struggler to become a victorious winner. The noise of this world will not drown out what the Lord is saying. I want you to begin to pray. Say, Lord, thank you. For him, the Bible says, there's a happy ending. That's me. For him, there's a glorious outcome. That's me. Because the Lord is going to be compassionate towards me. You will be merciful to me, even with my shortcomings. Uh, Lord, help me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
pray about the text of today, whenever God settles so on, a happy outcome is inevitable. Begin to pronounce it upon yourself that as the Lord leaves, uh, who settled us by his word in 2022, a happy outcome is inevitable in my life, in my finances, in my ministry. A happy outcome is inevitable concerning the battles and the struggles that I have. A happy outcome is inevitable. It has to come to pass by the working of the Lord, by angelic assistance from help from above. It is inevitable concerning me. Pray about that area of your life that you, you need a happy outcome. Say the Lord has spoken once as he said it twice. Have, have it been settled concerning me that a happy outcome is inevitable for me. You have to speak what you believe. You have to declare what you know. You have to stand on the word of God. You have to, you have to pronounce it. You have to look sharp. You have to say sharp, sharp. You have to stand on the word of the Lord. You can't allow your feelings and your environment to shape how you feel, how you talk, how you posture yourself. You need to be sharp at this time. Pronounce the word of God because God has settled me. A happy outcome is inevitable. It's inevitable for me. I stand on the word of God. I have heard it said, there is a bridge between settlement and outcome. I am on that bridge. I am moving towards the outward manifestation of the settlement. Thank you, my father. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. Blessed be God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Help me look at somebody and help me pronounce the word of God. Tell the person God has settled you. A happy outcome is inevitable. The devil is a liar. Don't listen to your feelings. Don't let your flesh get in your way. A happy outcome for you, my brother. For you, my sister. It is inevitable. For us, it is inevitable. Glory be to God. Somebody help me celebrate the Lord. The God of happy outcomes. That is who he is to us. Blessed be God. In Jesus mighty name. Amen.